Megan. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to Sisters. Sisters. We were never such devoted. Sisters. <laughs> Ooh, I liked that one a lot. Did you? Yeah. Did it feel good? It felt good. All right. I'm glad. Ooh, good intro. <laughs> felt good in the mouth. <laughs> Have we explained that? I we'll, don't. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'm we'll getting distracted already. Absolutely. And as we talk about all things neurodiverse, we usually talk about some kind of a memory yeah. or some, I bring up a prompt of some sort that gets you talking about memories. And then we usually like to like dig in, you know, dig into that brain ears and figure out, in. yeah, see what's going on. And then any coping strategies or things that we think might be helpful. And then, you know, shout out to our community of people to, to bring in their ideas as well. So, okay, I'm going to bring up a little prompt maybe. Okay. Okay. And it's just going to be Bath and Body Works. (laughs) 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 So how do you feel about that? (laughs) Okay. So first of all, what are we talking about? You know, like give me a memory of, because I just remember you telling me. No, I, I hate it. You hate it. I hate, I Bless you, Bath and Body Works. This is not like a personal attack on you. Right, right. Because I know that there are plenty of people who love your stuff, and I'm so happy that they love your stuff. Sure, but please don't send us any of it. Right? Oh, my We're God. Not, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, oh. <laughs> it, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even start talking, which is so unusual. Uh, yeah, I get... Uh, it's just... It's visceral. Okay. It is a visceral response you're having i see you clawing at yourself almost yeah your hand is in a claw state and your eyes are closed which is also strange so what is happening right now i I am i i get so overloaded Mm. that like with smells that the yes that like that the energy that normally is in my hand Mm. has to like stop Mm. because the energy in your hand Oh, yeah. There's energy in all my limbs. Like, that's why I'm always moving. Yeah. And like, and because like my body just needs to move all the time. And so when I think about a smell, it is like, it's different than a glitch. Mm. It's like, it's... Because we've been talking about how you have, you think in pictures oftentimes and you kind of glitch, you'll kind of black. It, there'll be no pictures anyway. Yeah, because like a glitch for you, right? Some, yeah, like something sensorily will will impact me, mm-hmm. and it will impact my ability to see and to to think to in think. pictures. Yeah, to think in the pictures you normally think in. This is a little bit different because this is like, mm. it's almost like a freeze. Both your hands are clawed, and your fingers are facing towards you, and your hands are kind of in this like cupped like stance. Like it's yeah, if you're like yeah. making like a rar sound, but like at your own body, yeah. like rar at your body. Yeah. Everything is is very tense. Tense. Yeah. It's so it freezes you. Yeah. It it is an assault to me. Ah, uh, okay. And so when they have like the fight, flight, or freeze, like when you're in an assault, yeah. I tend to freeze. Okay. That's my go to. So it actually feels like the smells feel like an assault on your body. Yeah. Most smells, when I don't have control over them, they feel like a violation to me. Hmm. Because once that smell hits my nostrils Mm. and there's like 
all the hair and the whatever up there, like the smell gets trapped in your nose. Mm. And I can't escape it. It is now physically inside my body. Mm. And I did not ask for it to be there. Mm. And then it just overwhelms me. So I'm just picturing you like, what, maybe middle school? Oh, yeah. So like, you're like in middle school. It's like, it was class. like eighth grade year. Yeah, they got really like, popular. And then beginning of freshman year, like, oh, yeah. God, it was so popular. Yeah. I'm in class trying to attend. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I see a girl opening up her backpack. Mm. And I'm like, okay, what's she going to get? Fingers Cause, crossed it's a pencil. Yeah. And then I just see her pull out this like cone-shaped bottle of pear-smelling strawberry whatever. Yeah. And everything is just tunnel-visioned on that bottle. Mm. The teacher has gone away. Mm. The classroom has gone away. And all in my mind I'm saying is like, no. <laughs> like a slow motion. Like- yes. And then she's like, popping the cap off and i'm like stop (laughs) and then she's (laughs) all over her hands and it's Uh, i'm just like please for the love of everything (laughs) and then the smell hits my nose instantly Mm. and it's like i've just been blasted wow it sounds like one of those movies like an avengers movie or something yeah. And you're getting completely like assaulted by the and it's it's invisible. Yeah, like you know it's those like a force field. It's yeah, like it's like when they you. talk about like the like an aftershock, right? Mm. And like how you can't see it, but you feel it aftershock. Mm. Mm. But it, it's not like something you can see always. Mm-hmm. And it just oh wow. And so I mean, even in talking about it, I feel like this is so much more potent whatever is happening literally <laughs> wow. um, but but really, really no it affects is you in a different way and it, it almost makes you you know kind anxious of, yeah like you're sitting here and you're like moving more and you're like touching your legs more and you're just even thinking about it makes you anxious yeah because like i think when we've talked about other senses in the past mm-hmm. i've been able to have some kind of a coping strategy mm-hmm but this one, there's nothing that I've been able to figure out to cope with it. Hmm. And if anybody out there has something that they do, they do, please, for the love of all that is good in the world, send me a message and tell me what you do because it's the one thing that I cannot control. Hmm. And I can't, like, once it's inside of my body, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... I really, like, identify with this one because it smells for me... Not as much now that I had COVID. So I guess in a good way, I got kind of desensitized. Um, But yeah, I mean, I would get headaches. You know, those ladies, you know, back in the day when we would go to the mall, you know, and they had those little scent ladies, they would like spray things at you. Yeah. And they wouldn't ask. It was really, it was, it was an assault. Yeah. Basically. Um, It is an assault. Like you've not asked for this thing to be on your body. Like, hi, you know, spray you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So and in I if it's on me, I can't handle it. I would get so upset because it's just it you know you're gonna be it's gonna linger, yeah, and, and it's, it's and you can't get rid of it, and it's gonna give you a headache. 
Well, for me, it gives me a headache. So does that what do you get headaches? Or is it more just that the attention is now focused on that? Yeah, I think that I get a headache if I don't accept that that's what's happened. Mm. Because it is an assault on me. And then, especially like, so in class, right? I know, I know that I have to be paying attention to the teacher. Mm. That's my task. Yeah. And now this thing is coming in and it's pissing me off because it's it's affecting my ability to pay attention to the teacher because it is just, mm-hmm. it's like constantly like, I, I don't have a good analogy for this one yet because I don't think I like to think about it because mm. this one is really, really tough for me. Yeah, it, it seems like it's something that it's constantly irritant. It just keeps seeing a pilot light. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I keep seeing like a burner and it's like, it's just constantly trying to like turn on. It's like, Mm. and it's it's trying to activate all the time got it and so it's activating you in a way you don't want to be activated though yes so it's a constant pay attention to me pay attention to me pay attention to me pay attention to me like that gosh i'm trying to think if that like okay let me just think okay let me go back to my acting days and like sense memory this for a second because if i'm I'm thinking about that pear smell because that was like the really big one. And that one I could kind of handle. No, I don't think I could ever handle it. No, there was some other smell a friend of mine had that I handled. But yeah, the pear one was the worst one. And if you loved the pear one, I'm so happy for you. And like, I just like, because I know there are things that I love that other people don't. So like, if it's delicious for you, like that's freaking awesome. And I I love that for you. I love that for you. I love that for you. And you in another room of the house <laughs> just, that's not doesn't have ventilation into my room of the house. <laughs> just please don't put it on around me. Okay, so let's dig in. Yeah. You keep seeing a pilot light or a little flicker. No, I'm trying to figure out what I see cuz I keep seeing like a pear interrupting mm. But it's like not a friendly pair. It's like a pair that's like got demon eyes <laughs> and like knives coming after me. And it's like, ah, like it's. Yeah, it's extreme. Yeah, it's because it's like it's like this nice little happy pair that's wafting through the air. And then as soon as it hits my nostrils, it like turns into some zombie. And it's like, like eating the inside of my brain. You know, it's. Mm. Okay, so somebody drops a pencil. You're gonna attend to that for a second, and then, yeah, it cuts. And it does like a like a hard cut in my image, and I'm like, oh, pencil, and then I come back to the movie. You know what it reminds me of when you say it when they had old film. I was just thinking heat, that, and the heat of it sometimes would melt the film. And yeah, it would look like it would like crinkle mm-hmm. on screen. Yeah, it's like almost that way. There's nothing coming back of that image you had in your mind from before. You're never going to get that back. Yeah, the film has been completely destroyed. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, and that would be very, I mean, maybe scary too, but also just maddening. It, it was maddening. Because I worked so hard on that film. I'm working so hard on paying attention to that teacher or whatever it is, right? Like, I want to be here. I want to attend. I want to be a good student. Everything is so hard anyways. And then this person comes along and opens up their fucking bag and pulls out some goddamn pear juice and then slathers it all over their fucking body. And then it attacks me. Yeah. Wow. And if I say anything to anybody, they're like, oh, don't be too sensitive, Megan. 
oh, it's not that big of a deal. And it's like, it is a big deal. Yeah. It is like, it is awful. Yeah. And, and yes. also to have something that's that big a deal and not awful and have it be minimized. Oh, yeah. Or, so then it's like, I'm being gaslit. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not really there. No, it's fucking there. Yeah. And it's I'm actually there. Probably cursing more because like, it's really that frustrating for me because we're starting to finally understand that smell actually is a problem for a lot of people. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they have signs now like don't do this. But like, it really makes me upset because in society, we've decided that smells are okay. Mm. Even though they affect me. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm being unruly, or if I'm like, you know, a little too hyperactive, that's not societally acceptable. Like but someone can come in, is, yeah. someone can come in with like some god awful musk cologne that they bathed in. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. Right. And everybody around them is like, oh, that's so gross. But no one's ever going to say anything to that person. But I come in and I'm like moving my arms a little bit more. And they're like, Megan, you're like, you're just being unreasonable right now. You're not part of society. Mm. It really fucking pisses. It's it's hypocritical. Mm -hmm. I'm like, cool. If I don't fit in, then like, that's fine. But then the person who makes the smell should also not fit in. Agreed. And why is why is that smell okay? But like you can't fart in front of everybody. Right. Well, and perfumes originally, right, were all about the fact that people didn't shower. Right. So they were trying to hide this other smell usually, right? But then it went to this extreme. We now shower all the time. Yeah. I do feel great empathy for you on this one, more so than some others, which I feel bad. I don't have empathy on all of the things we talk about. I have empathy. That's not true. I just don't necessarily identify with it. I don't sense it myself. So this one, although it doesn't cause my whole thought process to change, it does cause me actual pain, which it sounds to me like it's really painful for you. It is. Right? And it's, it's this idea that this pain is something that is completely blindsiding you also. You have no control over when it's going to come. Yeah. Like there's nothing you can do about it. And there's like, once it's there, there's nothing that really fixes it. And how long might it take you to come back from that? As soon as the smell is gone. Okay. So that could be a while. Yeah. If, and if it's interrupting something that's important to me, Mm. the amount of energy that I'm trying to now use to like block it out. Mm. I just start getting frustrated and angry because it's not okay for me to vocalize that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so then it just festers in my brain. Then my brain starts eating my own brain. You know, it's like, right. like the zombies eating my brain. And then like, and then I'm just like, oh, I just join in because I'm like, well, you know, I got nothing else to fucking do. So I might as well eat my own brain too. And like, I just start beating myself up because I'm like, if I was a normal person, then this wouldn't happen and that person mm-hmm. could enjoy their pear stuff and it would be fine. And then and then I start going to this really dark place. It mm. sounds really, really hard. It is. Yeah. It's really, it's like the one thing I don't really like talking about. And I, I'm fine talking about it here, but like I realize I don't, I don't know if it's healthy because like I I just don't I try to avoid it. But it's everywhere. Mm. You know, it's like I was standing at the post office like waiting 
you know, it's a long line of people. And there was a man in front of me who just permeated smoke from every pore of his body. Mm. And it was like really hard to be there. But I also knew like, okay, I don't have anything I'm attending to. Like I'm just trying to get through I'm just line. standing in a line, right? Yeah. And so it wasn't as big of a deal, but like all I can do is like, I'm just seeing this brown smoke coming from this man mm. and like cool on him. Like he wants to smoke. That's awesome. You do you, your body is your own body. Mm-hmm. But now we realize like, hey, smoke actually is bad for people. And so we don't allow people to like, he wouldn't be able to physically smoke in line, which is great. Mm-hmm. But he smokes so much wherever he is in his own space that it's now permeating outside. Yeah, Absolutely. And then there was a kid right behind me who was like just being a kid, actually. Like her and like they were just, you know, having fun and like being a little roughhousing and loud. And, you know, they're in the middle of a line just standing there. And it's like all of us probably want to be doing something crazy and not just standing there. Mm -hmm. And the judgment for these kids being Mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but why aren't we judging the guy who stinks of tobacco? Yeah, well, we probably are silently judging but we wouldn't reprimand them right but we reprimand the kids yeah for being normal kids i i think what gets me when we talk about this is how sensorily affected you are and and it always makes me kind of think wow like it's amazing to me that you make it through a day sometimes and I can see why it makes you also want to maybe be home more because you can control that environment yeah right and I mean not that you you know always do it exactly the way you want or have it be exactly the way you want but I could see that it might really drive people who have attention issues to want to kind of close in oh yeah because there's so much out there that you can't control yeah. That it, is going to impact you in very real, invisible sometimes, but in very real ways. Yeah, invisible to others. Not to you, right? But yeah, to yeah, those around you. It, it, is, it is maddening because it's not societally okay for me to have that reaction. Mm-hmm. If there was a kid with me that was just like, God, that guy stinks. <laughs> like it would have been great. Mm-hmm. although but then that's not nice to that man like i don't want to shame him it's not yeah i'm not trying to shame him you're it's just, just you're just trying to say that there's sort of these double standards like it's okay for someone to say like oh you're being out of control like for another individual who's a stranger mm-hmm. to come up to like say my parent or to me and say that this kid is out of control oh i remember i was at a mcdonald's once with with josh and he had a lot of energy as a kid. And anytime we were in line, I would always try to get him to do vertical things. Yeah. You know, like I would put my hand up and I would say, see if you can get your tap your head to the top of my hand, you know, and he would bounce, 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 bounce. And so he was doing something vertical. So it wasn't yeah. going, going horizontally in the line and bumping into people. But he went up a slide at McDonald's instead of down the slide. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember this dad and somebody was saying something about Josh doing that and I I remember him looking at me well if mothers had control of their sons or control of their kids or whatever and I just thought what a fucker yeah like screw you but also 
this whole idea, though, that somehow, you know, these things that kids do, just being kids, too. I mean, he was particularly high energy, but kids are kids. Yeah. You know, and, and that you're not allowed to be that. And as an adult, if you have that kind of energy, holy cow, forget it. I mean, think of me this morning. Like, I had just yeah way too much energy, <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. singing and dancing and moving around and like. But you do talk about that a lot, about energy. And I, and I want to touch on that more going forward in a different podcast. But I do think part of what it sounds like with the smells is that your energy gets zapped. Thinking about that film like melting down that you just get completely overtaken and maybe maybe that has something to do with sort of the amount of energy you either know you're going to have to expend to try to attend or I I just feel trapped. Mm. If you so were it's not really about energy for you, it's more just feeling like completely I f- well completely helpless. But I think that that does ultimately drain my energy faster. Mm. Because when you're helpless, like, there's a bit of panic that comes into it. Especially when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to just accept, like, radically accept where I was. Mm. You know, I was at the post office the other day and I just radically accepted that man's smell. Yeah. Because I was like, nope, I gotta get this done. Nothing I can do. Nothing I can do. Right. Versus fighting it. Right. Or being like, oh, I wish it wasn't there. Whatever. It was like, no, this is what's happening. You're in the middle of this. Yeah. But like when you're a kid and you're in class, you know, I felt like you you are trapped. Like, where can you go? It's true. Yeah. I mean, granted, like anybody at any time could walk out the door. But like, are you going to do that really? But also you have consequences to that. Yeah. I mean, you you would get in trouble most most schools. So she wouldn't get in trouble for putting on the like pear monstrosity mm-hmm. smell that she had on. Mm-hmm. But, and again, Bath and Body Works, I'm sorry. It's not your smells. <laughs> your smells are lovely. It's just they're very overpowering. So you wouldn't have, I'm sorry, I'm trying to not go off track because I keep thinking about somebody who does Bath and Body Works stuff on YouTube. And so I'm trying not to. I don't even remember what I was thinking. This is what happens. Like, I just, I, know. I think it, about it something totally else. It totally fritzes you. I think it really does. It's it's probably the most animated I've seen you when we've talked about any of the senses. Because I've, I've been kind of going through this sort of scientifically. You know, if I was doing an experiment, right, you're going to look mm-hmm. at the sights and the smells and the touch and all that. And I, we got to this one and I was like, whoa, you know, I mean, you, you, you came out of the gate upset. Yeah. Talking about this one, which isn't really like you. You're, I mean, it can be, but it's definitely, definitely a different response. So I think I'm curious, and you said it earlier on in in this podcast, like if people have strategies for this to let Mm. you know, because I agree, I think it is one of the things that I know when I'm with you Mm. um, that can just derail a whole day. Yeah. And, it's and please hard, don't tell right? me to like sniff a bag of coffee because like when am I just going to be carrying around a random bag of coffee? <laughs> like I need actual strategies, yes, you know, yes. that are like real. real world that, you know, yeah. I can have with me. That's fairly easy to, you know, to yeah. like take around with me. Right. But like I do, I have like a Mary Poppins bag of things that I need. Yes, you do. You have a fan. Yeah. Lip balm. Li- oh, yeah. You always have Kleenex. Yeah. It's great. I have anytime, eye drops. Yeah. You've got band-aids. Yeah. You've got all the things. I agree. And I and I do think that 
it's it's reminding me too because I have candles sometimes in the house and I don't think about it. So I think I'll need to think about that more is to like check in with you also. Yeah. Not to say like I'm not going to have candles in my house because right. But I don't have to be lighting them when you're there. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the Christmas tree the other day. And so mom really likes it to have the colored lights. And those are really hard on you. So I was like, no, they need to be the white ones. You know, whatever, because they change. Right. Even like I've been staying with you guys yeah. the last couple of nights. And so when I leave to go to bed. I was doing some laundry and everyone was asleep mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm not going to turn your lights on. And I did drop some stuff, <laughs> some underwear and like stuff ended up on the ground. But as I'm leaving, like I'm walking by and I just see like the ghost trail of my hand. I'm like, whoa, right. it's like, it's yeah. just so LED, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just, it, there's little things like this that even you staying with people who love you mm-hmm. is is hard, right? And so smells is a, is a huge piece of that for you. And like, I, I, and this is the part I struggle with is like, since you guys are so kind to open your home to me while we're, you know, moving mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful and it's like, I don't want, like, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to always tell you guys. Mm. Like, you know, like you got, you, you made a really nice bed for me, and like it's so lovely, and like that doesn't work for you. And yeah. like I, but like I couldn't sleep, you know, and so I was just mm-hmm. like, I just feel terrible because like I don't. It's not that I don't appreciate like what you guys do for me, mm-hmm. and it feels like I don't know if this is true because it's just probably like my perception of it, but like mm-hmm. it feels like I'm just like I'm not being grateful enough. And it's not that. It's just like, I want to be able to spend this time with you guys. And so like, if I'm having trouble sleeping, then like, I can't replenish my energy. Mm-hmm. I've, it's like, it's that fine balance of like, how can I tell you guys in a kind and compassionate way that isn't like trying to, and I, obviously you're going to have whatever reaction you have. And so I have to be open to that. But it's not like, I like there. I want there to be like some sort of shorthand so I can tell you it's like has nothing to do with you. Yeah. I think part of it is actually saying what it is that's going on. I generally ask. Because I don't. And, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like you don't come at it like directly because I'm sure you haven't been allowed to, you know, or felt you were allowed to. Um, but I do think it's important, um, you know, and there's some things you can control and some things you can't. So I think it's also looking at, is this something that we have control over? Is this something that we could change? Or is it just going to suck right now? And that's what it is, right? Yeah. And I think that's the piece that it, it does help as someone who, who loves you. This is sometimes about your attention issues and sometimes it's about other things, right? You have physical limitations and and there are all kinds of things that, coexist I think with people specifically who have ADD and ADHD that there's depression and insomnia and all these things that go with it right oftentimes um and so to me what would help me is is you you coming and saying hey can we can we talk for a minute this is what's going on I'd like to strategize I'd like to problem solve Mm. because can we problem solve around this this is what I noticed last night this is what's happening versus like I'll be like how did you sleep right or how did it go and then usually it's like you tell me the thing that isn't working but there's no solution to it 
right? Yeah. And so that isn't bad. It's just, I mean, you know, you can feel however you're feeling about it. But it isn't, you know, if I'm the person hosting, like, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do about it? Yeah. You know, and then I feel like responsible somehow that I'm supposed to do all this stuff. And, and, and I, I want to help. Right. Yeah. But that's it's like we're not in a problem solving space. So that that would help me, I think. So like almost saying I need I need some help. Like I have a I need some problem solving. I need I need a I need mm-hmm. some solutions. Yeah. Or I need to talk this through. Yeah. Right. I'm struggling with something. I need to and, talk this and through. And I need to talk this through. Can we like discuss this? Because I think that's the piece that. It's like this hidden thing. Like linguistically, like you're naming your frame. Like you mm-hmm. you start off by like telling somebody that there's an issue and yeah. so that they can be prepared for the issue. Yeah, like I'm having a problem, you yeah. know, and I know you've done a lot to try to help me with this. So you're also acknowledging that 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 it's not because they're not trying, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I think w- one of the things as you talked about the smells and, and the difficulty in articulating, we've both been through so much therapy. I don't know <laughs> how many years now, but um, it, it, it comes across much younger. Mm. Your reaction to it comes across much younger. Maybe that's it. Right. And like when yeah. we're younger, we don't have the words for things. Yeah. And I've just, I've, I've never spent any time really thinking about smells because they just are so visceral yeah and so yeah it is like it is a younger place like whenever I talk to my therapist about young things like I just like my hands start shaking and I start acting like a five-year-old again you know and so that it 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 for sure is taking me to a very young place and I think sleep does too Mm, yeah right when we're when you're bringing up that it's like it's very it was hard to sleep when you were a kid oh incredibly yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, what's the loudest thing in the room? Mm. And, you know, it could be a sound or a smell or, you know. Or a bed yeah. that doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, too. Like, I have you guys on cots. I mean, they're not like great <laughs> beds. Well, we didn't know you were staying, right? No, so, yeah. like, that was a thing. But, yeah. It was I like mean, last minute, so. Yeah. And it's it's better than where you were, but it's not great. And so, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, but also I think, you know, it's something where I want to make sure I'm comfortable in your home so that even though I'm leaving, I have a place to come back to. And I think that that's important as a person who's neurodiverse is to be able to say, I want to be able to make this space a little bit my own when I'm here. And I want to make sure that I don't feel there's no barriers to coming back. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm also willing to problem solve and look at solutions (laughs) so that it's not just like, oh, well. Yeah, no, and that's what I want too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard. I think there's so many many levels to it. I mean, obviously being sisters, anyone who's got a sibling who's listening to this, you know, right? That obviously, you know, you have those little patterns and behavior that were from way long ago. So there's that. But also just this idea that your comfort, your ability to attend matter to me. Yeah. And you feeling like you can talk to me about those things, but also talk to me about them in your 40-something self, mm-hmm. not in our, you know, kid versions of ourself. Yeah, which is sometimes hard, especially when I haven't slept. 
Yeah. And family. Gosh, all you need is family at the holidays <laughs> to bring back all the, the young. Yeah. The young parts of ourselves. I yeah, think. that's true. It's easy. You can sit at a dinner table and go back in time pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah as mikey and i were like flipping each other off today across the di- that was the best part mike and i flip each other off yeah. and i just see mom and she's like eh. you just see her chuckle <laughs> i taught him well <laughs> oh my gosh. well thank you for talking to me today thanks for being curious yeah love you love you too bye bye Sister Sisters was produced and hosted by my fabulous, beautiful sister, Michelle Woodward, and hosted and edited by yours truly, Megan Mayadusky. We thank you so much for listening, and as always, stay compassionate.